0: Welcome to this week's Grooming on the Spectrum podcast. We are your hosts, Meg and Stephanie. We are here to discuss how we can better understand the brains we are given. So thank you for joining us on the journey, and a big thank you to our sponsors, Elevation Media Management, the Meditative Groomer Academy, and Positive Approach Coaching. We are happy you are here. Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of Grooming on the Spectrum. Today we're going to be talking to Sarah Douglas and learning kind of all about just everything. You'll find out. She'll tell us. Uh, I do want to go ahead and let you guys know there is a bit of a volume discrepancy in this episode. Um, Sarah's audio is very quiet and for a while mine is pretty loud. Um, It gets a little better after we get to the first commercial, but it's still kind of a discrepancy. So just a forewarning, uh, if you're on headphones or anything like that, don't turn it up too louder. I'm going to bust your eardrums probably. Anyways, enjoy. Our very special guest, Sarah, here with us today. Um, And we are going to learn all about her origin story and like neurodevers' struggles and everything like that um so let's go ahead and get right on into that and uh sarah tell us about how you started grooming what kind of got you into this life style
1: <laughs> i kind of fell into grooming on accident um okay i was working for a vet i was a veterinary assistant and i was doing that for a really long time and it was just it was so sad it was
0: oh it's, yeah
1: it's not even like people say that and you're like well yeah you work at a vet it's sad, sad. right it until you're in it and I was like I gotta do something else right right but i want to work with animals like what am I gonna do or I'm gonna work with animals and still like make them feel good and then right. one of my good friends was she was a groomer at uh, Petco and she mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. come wash some dogs with me and I was like <laughs> at first I was like you know growing up you know in like farms and everything I was like people pay their dogs <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Job is a job. And uh, yeah, yeah. Three days into it, I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. life." And within a few months, I had scissors in my hand. Yep. Yep. Dying to learn everything. And, you know, almost 15 years later, here I am.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Do you know your groom anniversary?
1: I don't actually. Ah. I dug a little bit and, like, looked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You okay. could you could figure it out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> sure, but
0: I don't know why I, I held don't on to know that. When
2: mine is because like I don't know when to count. I was self-taught, so I don't know when to count myself as a groomer. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I count my groom anniversary as my first day at PetSmart as a bather.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, I was just gonna say, is it like when I started? Growing? Yeah. No,
0: because that was my first foray into grooming. So.
1: I worked for the vet like I was doing baths and nail trims and they taught me. Oh. And so I like I was already kind of a shoe-in for their hiring process because I already had all that experience. So I'm like, do I include that in my like time?
0: What would your total be if you
1: did? Oh god, I started doing that when I was probably like I started volunteering at my local vets office when I was like 11. Do it. Oh, so it do it. So it's been, so it's been about I want that total. 20 years. Now. <laughs> yes. Animal.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And now I love I would it. Would not know. Someone was like, what would you do if you weren't grooming? And I was like, I don't know how to <laughs> it's like
0: what? A- <laughs> like I don't know how to human without the grooming. <laughs> like
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Aw.
1: Useless without dogs. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of
0: which, tell us about yours.
1: My personal dogs? Yes. Um, okay, I have three. I have two standard poodles. I have a <laughs> stable named Renegade.
0: Renegade, yeah.
1: Most gigantic, stupid, fluffy beast that could ever exist. He's actually right here. With Aww, hi, Renegade! He's like, whatever. Mom's not paying attention to me. Um, And then I have Kiki, who is a little itty-bitty, teeny-tiny red standard. She was Aww. Yeah. Then I have Honey, who is, according to a DNA test, German Shepherd, Amstaff, and American Bulldog. Um, if I had to guess based off of her personality, I would say she was a husky chihuahua. She's afraid of... <laughs> yeah.
0: a, a chusky, if you will.
1: <laughs> um, when I rescued her originally, I was told she was Anatolian Shepherd and Rhodesian Ridgeback, which visually, yeah, I could see it. Okay. I'm kind of curious. Let's just try a DNA test. Yeah, yeah wisdom panel or embark whatever i did yeah and it sent back and the first thing i saw was german shepherd and i was like what where where is it (laughs) bitch where (laughs) I, i just say she's an amstaff mix it's just easier
0: yeah yeah well and also too i mean i don't remember oh my chair stopped working i'm not plugged in um i just remember i don't remember who which one is the good one or not? But I thought there was one that was more reliable than another between Wisdom and Embark, but uh, I couldn't tell you which one.
1: Yeah, and I'm always like, I need to like check again what I did, and then when a sale comes up for the other one, I'll try that and try and. Oh,
0: there you it. go. Right, right.
1: Um, because I also got another Amstaff mix. Oh. I got a I got a like coupon, so I was like, I'm gonna get it for him too, because his his owner would never do it. She was like, Yeah. Oh. I care. I need to know. And his back as German Shepherd, Pitbull, American Pitbull Terrier, and Rottweiler. And even then, I was like, okay, that something's got to be wrong. Right,
0: now. right, exactly. Or it's just like some of those are just not expressing. Um, yeah. well, what's the word as a phenotype, like at all?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they always have to be like twenty percent super mutt and like what is super <laughs>
0: all of the others mixed yeah. together
1: <laughs> or like you're just you really are just guessing as much as i am because i know bark yeah. asks you to send in a photo so i'm like okay there's someone sitting there at a desk like searching dog breeds and like what is this? so i like refusing <sighs> because i was like i wonder how much play into it because i oh my that- gosh I'm-
0: no that makes sense i had a
1: go on Google and be like, yeah, my dog looks like that. It has to be that.
0: Right, right. And it's like some rare-ass breed that you are not going to just rescue from the shelter, kind of.
1: It's a Yorkie. Like, <laughs> whatever you say. It's got long hair. must be.
0: Um, you know, I had a client in Florida for House Call, and I don't even remember what the other... I don't know. It was Boston Terrier and something else, but this is... It's very clearly, like a Maltese Yorkie something or other. Um, But because it's black and white, I think it's why she says it's Boston Terrier. And I'm like,
1: no. And I used to work at a kennel and 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 dog was obviously a chow mix. She Mm -hmm. She was Merle. So there was something else, but like. Something
0: else. Although I'm like, I've never seen a Merle Chow before.
1: Was just shape, hair, face, black. Yeah. Personality, she was a Chow, and how our pricing worked in the system that we used. We needed to put her as a Chow to make it work properly. Right. Hey, he would look at the receipt and he'd see Chow, and he would lose his mind every time and start yelling at us, because Shepherd, because he has papers that says she's a Shepherd. And I'm like, okay, you have adoption papers; those mean nothing about what the breed is. But, Anyone can
0: just make that up.
1: The shelter told you it was a shepherd so they could adopt out this crazy chow. because Exactly,
0: because people aren't going to adopt a chow over a shepherd.
1: also had a toy poodle, and when the toy poodle got groomed, the chow would attack it every time. So they needed to keep them separated for like a week until the chow like realized that it was her sister. But I was like... I've only heard of that with
0: cats. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
1: this dog was insane. But just every time I would be like change the paper before you print it out so it doesn't see that we put chow they would have
0: to price it as a chow <laughs> how was she for grooming
1: oh she was horrible oh she was horrible i mean go figure he was on the smaller side so like her aggressive tendencies like she did give warning signs so you could like see when she was like getting- but at the same time it was just like you are so like I don't know what else is in there. Maybe it's a shepherd, but my god, you are such a chow. And it no. would kill me that her dad was so adamant that she was not. Right, right. Like, uh, hey. oh my god. Like that's a nice chow, and I can imagine him on the street.
0: <laughs> Just chow. a ah, it's not a chow.
1: <laughs> well,
0: it's crazy too. I mean, I guess you can only lie so much, but like, it's crazy that wherever he got him fr- or got her from still listed it as a breed that has a lot of housing restrictions against it um but you can only lie so much you know but the amount of like bully mixes i've seen that are like oh yeah the shelter said this was a lab (laughs) (laughs)
1: even now i'm seeing like Some of the Huskies, they're starting to like try and play it into different breeds. Like I saw one at our local shelter say it was a a Finnish Spitz mix. And I'm like, wow, you got really fancy with that. And it's just a Siberian Husky. It's a red, but it's just a Husky. And I'm like, you guys are just.
0: They're just trying to, I don't know. People want. Okay. So with cats, I don't do. you? I can't remember. Do you groom cats?
1: i used to i can't uh my shop is not safely
0: not not good for cats yeah um so like i don't know if you ever experienced the whole every domestic long hair that may have like like, the N, and it's, like, 20 pounds or more, automatic Maine Coon, Maine Coon, Maine Coon, and, no. Yeah, so, um, and I'm finding a lot, though, is that everyone tries to grab for a breed when they just have a domestic, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, the amount of cats we've had come in that are, like, oh, it's a Norwegian forest cat. They're, like, no, that's just some Maggie out of the streets, like, Um, it's, and that's okay, he's beautiful, but...
1: (laughs) Crash out, you heard a kitten, you went in the dumpster, there was a kitten, and you took it. You don't get yeah. to hide what breed it is.
0: No, no. <laughs> Although I did meet a true um Lakoi, which is the werewolf
1: cat. I want one so bad.
0: Yeah, um, he was insane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: crazy but i mean i want a welsh terrier so
0: I'm okay so that's just up your avenue right there <laughs> um you no know, we were able to bathe him like do his nails and bathe him and he hated me scrubbing in his toes but as i'm sure you're aware like they have a lot of the sphinx problems and uh, uh, it was nasty i mean, in blackheads yeah bumps and um his mom was like oh i bathe him all the time and blah 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 blah, blah and he was like trying to explode out of the tub the whole time and when i told her afterwards about that she was like oh yeah i know that that sounds right like, why didn't you say he explodes um we did not get a chance to dry him because we got him all wrapped up in a towel we put him in the caddy shack vac and then he tried to actively eat the two of us um and the only way we could get him out was by holding the carrier up to the caddy shack vac and then he just walked right in <sighs> Right, but she was thrilled and she's like, Would you please come back? Oh God. Really? And Rachel's like, As long as it's okay, he might just get washed and thrown in the carrier. Like, I mean she's like, I don't care. Cause she's like about to pop and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Cause she can't she he she can't get like all the waxy and shit, which I get it. I mean, it can't be fun to have your claws forcibly pushed mm-hmm. out and then scrum go Um but anyways, so that was an actual one. But otherwise, it's every single gray cat is a Russian blue. Mm-hmm. Like.
1: One.
0: Yep. And then I get excited thinking I'm going to actually meet one of these breeds. And yeah, I'm like.
1: listed. I um, honestly, I do that every time I have a new client. <sighs> I'm like, is it really though? Is it
0: really though? Like, I I'll, I'll, mean, I'll just look for myself.
1: Just says like small doodle. And you're like, okay, this is probably going to be a hundred pounds. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We don't know. It's just Russian roulette at this point.
0: Right? Um, I had an old English sheepdog. Oh, it's always. Um, I'm assuming, I thought Mogo had a lot of the doodle names in there. Or maybe they didn't look hard enough. Thankfully, she was a mini uh, sheep-a-doodle. But I thought I was going to actually meet... Like, I mean, I really don't want to meet one of those either because that's a lot of freaking hair. But still, I'm like, just call it what it is. Don't make it up. This tangent, uh, this was a big tangent, but that's okay. I enjoy it. We like the diversions and the tangents and we take the scenic
1: route. So every single groomer can agree with us on that. Yeah. <laughs> just say what your dog is mixed with instead of making up <sighs> these made up terms that these backyard breeders are coming
0: I literally do it for fun. Like, I would never be like, oh, yeah, um, Sarah has a Chosky.
1: (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) I just like smushing the words together.
1: It's fun and it's cute to do it as a joke. But when you're being yeah about what your dog is, especially when they get into this F1B crap, I'm like. Oh, "Oh." my God. You don't even know.
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, like, you want to tell me anything about genetics? Like, just tell me one fact about, like, Yeah. yeah.
1: The ones that they'll be like when is his adult coat gonna come in when is he gonna when is he gonna look like this and i had one lady she was pissed off that his coat was straight
0: I mean, oh although was, that's like a dream
1: for but us but when is it gonna get curly and i was like there's a very high potential because he was already six months old i'm like <sighs> it's not gonna
0: just gonna it.
1: and i was like i mean it could whatever Change drastically, but odds are he's probably not. And I was like, do you know what his parents look like? Even though then it's, still- it doesn't
0: matter. But yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> showed me his parents and it was like, literally, it was like a standard poodle and a golden retriever. So I was like, okay, even more crapshoot. It's every- well, and,
0: and that's why I try to very gently explain. Um, because I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, when genes of two different breeds are mixed, it is a crapshoot, and you don't know how it's gonna, how you know the different genes are gonna express. And like, I have a really good spiel about it, but it's and like it's, in the same litter, and dad, it's just they
1: have one that's gonna look exactly like dad, one that's gonna look exactly like mom, yeah. Little Frankenstein pup in the middle, you know, does somehow look like both. And then I tell them, it, but it's also like with humans, it's it's like yeah, people that have multiple children, they don't yeah siblings look similar yes and there's some that you look really similar but then there's some that like my my oldest brother and myself we both have the same parents mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. any you would never know we were siblings if we didn't tell you yeah and my middle brother everyone thought we were twins our entire life because we, i try and put it into that perspective with people because it's also like, right right might have you know thick black curly hair and your sister might have stick straight blonde hair right you are if... really gonna know and even then too it's you could keep breeding them together but that doesn't mean that the result is going to be the same
0: no <laughs> but please don't <laughs> like stop. Please stop. no that is funny though because like um i'm the eldest of three and my baby brother and i um look very like scarily like our dad and then the middle sister looks like our mom and it's just it's really weird how it played out because like we don't i don't think my sister and i look alike at all Mm -hmm. um but like my brother and i if you put us side by side like especially because we actually have pretty similar hair right now except his is not purple (laughs) Oh, man, my screen is mirrored, so I keep trying to, like, push my hair the wrong way.
1: I went back purple, but I have a bad habit of washing my hair too much. <sighs> but I'm going to get touched up for Pet Quest, so I'll be nice and... nice. And- oh, there you go.
0: Nice and vibrant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this is, um... I think this is... Oh, pause? Or Crazy Liberty. I don't remember. Rachel just
1: would you? did it.
0: <laughs> well okay because Rachel was like well I have all of this uh grooming like I have all this dye do you want me to just do your hair and I was like I mean if it's good for the dog it's good for me and we did blue and the blue was good but the purple is holding a lot better and now I'm never going back
1: Maybe I'll try opa's next yeah because I went to a salon yeah before, and it was it was great because there was like this old lady who was sitting in the other chair and I could see her glaring at me and I was like mind your
0: like, how fucking dare you put a natural color on your hair?
1: Actually, one of my neighbors, she's like in her 70s and she saw me and she was like, where do you get your hair done? And I was like, oh, yeah, I go to, you know, I go to this girl at this salon. Yeah. I texted her and I was like, please tell me to dye your hair. And she was like, I'm thinking about it. And I was like, yes. it makes me so
0: sad when like little old ladies see my hair at various stages of my life and they're like i'm too old to pull i'm like bitch please like you of all people people are gonna look less harshly on like an 80 year old toddling around with pink hair like
1: amazing every time i see an old person with colored hair i'm like hell yeah it's gonna be me that's yep, funny. it's yep.
0: <laughs> I am never growing my freaking hair back. I don't care. I'm not doing it. Uh, it's been annoying enough just to grow out the top.
1: I'm attempting to grow it out after I shaved it. We'll see Ooh. how long I lo- Yeah. Good well, luck. My- Good luck. <laughs> I love I love when it's shaved. So, I also have trichotillomania, so I pull my hair out. And- oh,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: Pull it out. So, it benefits me greatly mentally to not Yeah. So I'm gonna see how long I can get it to go before I go nuts. Because the first I I was I had a pixie cut. I had cut it really short and I was at work. I was waiting for my next dog and I was holding my bravura and I was like, I've always wanted Mohawk and just right down the side of my (laughs) what are you doing and i was like yeah <laughs> cutting my hair, yeah, I cutting like, my hair. then i realized that i couldn't like even it out so then i had to like go into a barber shop and then like, oh what did you do yeah Precision stuff. i mean that is
0: how i first shaved my head i just put like a half inch guard on and did it and i was like huh and i put like the red one on i was like huh and then i did 40 reverse and shaved it all off and i was like this is good
1: like <laughs> <laughs> give myself a like grace period i was just like eh, here we go
0: yep yep i love yeah, it
1: i thought too like someone was like was it an accident to go that short and i was like nope and i will not go on my desk right now i have not accidentally taken the wrong length to a yet hopefully now that i see yeah happen
0: no i mean i same though
1: yeah it's every i don't know how but it just
0: hasn't happened for me yet
1: i have so paranoid oh. about it that I'm constantly checking that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it this? Is it, this is it. I think
0: it's an anxiety thing that keeps me yeah, from doing sometimes it.
1: Sometimes I'll be like going and I'm like, has it been a long time since your haircut, or am I cutting off more hair than I think I am? And then I panic. Threw <laughs> out more since last time. It's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as we are starting to touch on neurodiverse stuff, let's take a quick break and listen to a message from one of our sponsors. The Meditative Groomer Academy is an innovative school that embodies a new approach to train the next generation of pet groomers. They strive to achieve optimal inclusivity and specialize in neurodiverse learners by offering an array of learning styles and personalized instruction with small class sizes. Whether you want to become a bather, a groomer's assistant, A groomer or a stylist. The Meditative Groomer Academy has a program for you. For more detailed information on what is included in these programs and how to apply, please visit www.meditativegroomer.com. And we're back. So, I had hinted at we were going to talk about neurodiversity because, of course, why wouldn't we as grooming on the spectrum? Um, So, Sarah, uh, feel free to share with us kind of what you struggle with, um, like, your neurodiversities and then, like, how that's affected grooming, being a business owner, which we didn't even, like, finish your origin story, but we'll get there. It's okay. We're not here to
1: talk about that. Uh, (laughs) um, I've struggled with a lot of things that went undiagnosed or misdiagnosed as Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. had a really hard time focusing in school. So they were like, Oh, it's ADHD. And, you know, and then my parents are like, Oh, we can't pump her full of chemicals. We'll just do this. I've always had sensory issues and, you know, overload issues and
2: Mm -hmm, all
1: mm -hmm. the typical things that now as an adult, I was like, why didn't you take me to be evaluated to see if I was on the spectrum? Right. But also too, you know, back in the nineties and early two thousands, that wasn't really common. And
0: well, and especially not for young girls. Like
1: um, I was definitely higher functioning. Um, It wasn't until actually last year that a psychiatrist took me seriously and was like, all of these things that you were being treated for before, I don't think you have. And she was kind of like, I think you're definitely on the spectrum. She was like, I know we can't say it anymore. She was like, if I would say it, I would say Asperger's. And I was like,
0: okay, yeah, no, because that is not a a lot. Yeah. she was like,
1: if I said it this way, you're going to understand it. Because she was like, if I went into the semantics and the details and trying to explain it, you're not going to understand it. And I was like, well, you could have just said autism. And I would have been like, that makes a lot of sense. And what really, um, like you were saying of like how it would affect grooming, what I would really notice is just there would be days that I would just, the sound of the dryers, the sound of dogs barking, the sound of dogs whining, the phone ringing, even listening to like the sound of the hose in the tub sometimes would
0: mm-hmm,
1: make mm-hmm. my skin crawl and I yeah have an absolute meltdown and I wouldn't be able to focus and I would have to like go outside and sit in my car and be like, no. yeah and my original psychiatrist was like, you're just bipolar. You're having a manic episode. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I be having a manic episode about too much noise?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> it right. make
1: any sense. And then even I would tell him, too, is like, look, this happens at home, too. Like, my husband would be eating, and the sound of him chewing would make me want to jump out the window. My mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mind. And he was like, eh, ah, that's normal. And I was like, that's, that's not
0: no, that's not a normal reaction. Thank you, but sir. The same thing.
1: Like, it's probably just ADHD. <laughs> people with ADHD have sensory issues. And I'm like, okay. Is that-
0: well, yes, yeah, but don't just drop it. like. Um,
1: but I also don't fit into the other parts of that category. Yeah. I, you know, of course would be doing the research myself. And it wasn't really until I started talking to other people who were actually, you know, diagnosed on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that. Is making a lot of sense. I have that too. Like I was talking to, I was actually talking to one of my clients about. Yeah. The dog has, he's a poodle, but he's got a really thick, wiry coat, and just touching him when he's wet makes me want to throw up. I cannot touch this dog when he's wet. When he. Yeah. Yeah. I have to have someone else bathe him because I can't touch him. And she was very particular that it had to be me, and I had to like tell her like, look,
0: I literally I can't. can't
1: bathe your dog. Yeah, it sounds insane. I understand if you don't want to use me because I have to yeah. touch your dog, but like you can meet the bather and you can get to know her, and I will absolutely do ninety nine percent of the rest of the work. I just can't touch him when he's wet. And she kind of laughed, and I felt like she was laughing at me. And then she was like, "No, nope, I'm autistic. I get it." And I was like, oh, "This couldn't have happened. One of us. One of us." Yeah. And then I was like, "You know, maybe that's me." And then. And then I was kind of like, you know what, maybe I need to talk to a different psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. And so I started my new psychiatrist. And right away, like from the get go, she was like, I don't think you have any of these. Psych- the
0: Aww. Um,
1: I do have PTSD. But she was like, I don't think it's as clear as they were making you I think it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like all this other stuff. And she was like, yeah, we're throwing ADHD out the window. She was like, that is- okay, anything that I think is going on. And then that's, you know, and then she would listen to me more and through more sessions, that's when she was kind of like, hey, look, I, and I, because I didn't even mention being on the spectrum. Right. I was, I'm right. just making this up in my own head. And then she brought it up and then I was like, it was so validating, uh, but then frustrating that nobody else picked it up. Before.
0: Caught it. Yeah. Everyone was just like, nope, here, here yeah. you go. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Next.
1: When I started going to more trade shows and getting to know more groomers, Oh. How many groomers are on the spectrum? Mm-hmm. It's indeed. The heck, and then I I think a lot of it too is you know working with animals is a lot easier than working with people for us. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like me. And we just understand we them passion, better.
1: Like my social anxiety is really bad. Like a lot of people don't believe that because I'm a very bubbly and talkative and social person and when I'm out there doing things I'm really good at it.
0: It's cuz we can mask yeah, like but- really good. Um,
1: <laughs> I shut down because that overload of having to talk to people that much is always yeah. exhausting and frustrating, and that also affects when I'm dealing with clients and having to talk to clients. Mm-hmm. I dread, mm-hmm. even if it's a client that I've had for ten years, I dread the check-in process. Yeah, they mundane. Oh, hi. How are you doing? How are the kids? Yeah. You know, what are we doing today? And like, like, just give me your yeah, dog. And I, you're I don't want to talk about your life and everything, whereas I'm just like, I just want to go groom your dog now. I don't want to talk to you. And I think yeah. people mistake me for being an asshole because I don't, I actually, that I wasn't being personable enough with him. Like he wanted me to actually like come out and have a conversation and chat with him about things.
0: Like you're not paying so me to talk to you. He wanted to get
1: to know me and I was like, that's not what I'm here for. Like yes, I like you, and I'm sure your family's great, and I'm sure your job is wonderful. But those five ten minutes I'm spent talking to you about things that, quite honestly, I don't care about, mm-hmm. and working on your dog instead of you calling me before I call you and's like, oh, is he ready yet? Like,
0: like no, <laughs> you set me behind. So
1: I was kind. Of, so I try now to kind of like, if I get to know clients well, to kind of let them know that like, you know, it's. not. Some days it's I'm not going to personal. I'm just not a very talkative person it's not yeah. that I'm trying to be mean. I'm just not good at it. And I rather yeah. not do it. Cause I also too, I try like, even though like the sounds of work bother me, I try not to keep my headphones on or ear protection on if I'm like not actively drying a dog. So I can like really engage if someone's talking to me. Cause especially yeah. my employees are always coming up to me to ask me a question.
0: Mm, yeah. So
1: I've, kind of learned ways to like channel out the noises which took a long time uh, okay but i think that also helps clients too like me not having the headphones on i'll walk i got you me and waving at me because our salon is wide open people can come in for a self-wash we take walk-in nail trims so there's always people coming and going and yeah i've got my headphones on which are right here
0: ready for love it love dog it
1: start Doing stuff. I think a lot of clients would take it personally that I could uh, oh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, so
1: sorry. I can't. You just, and-
0: you just appear more like shut uh, off yeah. with the. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sometimes I don't even have music playing. They're just on to muffle
0: the. Yeah. Just the noise I- cancellation alone. New
1: earplugs. The feeling of foam earplugs is not my friend. Same. I can't.
0: The only kind that I can handle, and I can speak for Stephanie on this one, I know it, are the loop headphones. We he had
1: talked about that, and I was
2: gonna buy some, and I forgot to. So I'm gonna. Here's your reminder. Yeah, I... yeah, yeah they. My... I still don't love the feeling of them in my ears, but I can handle it. It's better than yeah. yeah. Foam is
1: especially the sound of the foam when it's expanding. Uh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I love how we all collect. You just sent
2: a shiver down all of our
1: spines. (laughs) And then you talk to, you know, someone who's not on the spectrum. And they're like, what is wrong with you?
0: Like, what do you mean the sound that it makes?
1: Yeah, I was trying to explain to someone the other day, too, about um, paper straws. So I live in California. We are Mm. not allowed to have plastic straws here. And that has ruined my life. I have, if I do go to a fast food restaurant, I have to ask them to put the straws into my cups for me. And every time they're like, then they're like, I was like, ladies are lazy. And I'm like, the sound of a paper straw and the feeling going into the plastic lid. That's it. I I'm done. I will not be able to drink it. I will not be able to eat my food. I am done. We also have wooden utensils everywhere. Nowhere has plastic utensils anymore. Wood. Interesting. uh, Touching my teeth. Nope. Can't do corn dogs, popsicles, anything like that. I
2: can, I I would have to like, carry like a key ring of like utensils around everywhere.
1: In my purse I have my my little like travel utensils, metal utensils that I use. And I had to search for ones that were small. I big spoons, big forks are not not no go. So I had to search for small ones. So like I had to find camping ones.
0: Yeah. I love this so much because also yes, small is mm-hmm. best. But I cannot stand metal. <laughs> <laughs> so if you said, "Oh, I have metal once." I'm like, "Yeah." Times
1: uh, <laughs> that if I do accidentally bite down on it, I do have to gingerly take my food off of it. If I do bite down on it, then that's also game over. It's one of those things where like when you're eating something soft and it crunches. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Down-
0: um and then like in like i especially if it, if it's metal in like a plastic container, it isn't as bad, but it is metal on like a ceramic
2: plate yep. that i mm-hmm. or like my glass plates
1: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> glass plates
2: yeah, I have uh these they're crystal actually um they're ones that my grandma got. they were like princess house ones, and I took them when she passed, and I love them so.
0: They're beautiful to look at,
2: <laughs> like a
1: nightmare to eat off of.
0: But the the great thing was, though, when I was at Stephanie's house, is that like that first that dinner or whatever, you guys like snapped to it immediately, and we're like, okay, here's the. I only remember a plastic plate and like here's a ut- plastic utensil, or I don't remember. But yeah,
2: we had you we had, guys adapted we gave to you one. the Harry Potter. Uh, place. Know when people already know, and
1: they prepare, and it's like you're just crazy. Like, um, so actually this last Hershey, um, Mm -hmm. my employees and I were staying in an Airbnb and I was like, from the get go, I was like, look, I am paying double so I can have my own room.
0: Ah, Everyone's
1: going to be sharing a bed or whatever. And I was like, I need my own space and Mm -hmm. quiet and not being to be touching anybody. Mm -hmm. So at first all of them are like, No, you're just bougie and want to be by yourself. And I was like, well, yeah, actually. I (laughs) I mean, well,
0: I won't say no. I mean,
1: I was like, I will own up to it. And even when I do go to visit my aunt and uncle in Buffalo, they have a spare room. But my aunt will get me a hotel room because she's like, I'm not going.
0: Oh, because she knows. She's like, I'm
1: not going to subject you to sharing a bathroom with everyone and like having to, you know, wake up when we wake up. And I was like, that's she's she's truly my mom because she gets
0: can you it. tell her i love I her
1: <laughs> okay yeah. she, she would probably adore you but like it's things like that where like and i deny it so i'm like don't spend your money on me and she's like no you're gonna be miserable like you need to enjoy your trip and i'm like okay this is, this is fine this is perfect Aww. yeah because i need yeah. silence well and even to like coming up for PetQuest. It was kind of the same thing. I think we're sharing an Airbnb and I was like, I need my own space. Like I will sleep in the garage if I have to. Right. (laughs) So uh,
0: I keep mentioning, I keep hearing you mention employees and business and this would be a great opportunity to put out a, if you're still looking for someone, feel free to use this platform.
1: Desperately searching for employees. So I am not the owner, uh, but I am the manager. I've been Okay, okay. Almost 10 years now. Wow, Uh, that's awesome. We are located in the San Francisco Bay Area. We're about 20 miles south of San Francisco itself. Very, very busy shop. We are booked months in advance. I think my next (laughs) full grooming appointment with any of my employees is August right now. Um, Even baths were booked out weeks at a time. Wow. Uh, Yeah. We are very, we have a huge wait list. But our clients are fantastic. We do have some delusional doodle. Well, I mean. For the most part, our clients are great, great tippers. We are yeah. the most expensive shops in the area. Uh, yeah. But we are open to part-time, full-time. Honestly, whatever days and times you want to work, you can do whatever you want. Because
0: I mean. Watch- <laughs> what if it's, like, temporary? Uh, because I'm going to be traveling.
1: have many times had. Guest groomers coming. Yeah, yeah. If you're traveling to the San Francisco Bay Area and want to make a quick buck and play with some dogs, (laughs) let me know. I'm
0: awesome. And if people need a CPR certification, yes, I got you there too. Um, I'm going to put it right here. Uh, We're going to now take a minute to listen to a message from one of our sponsors. Do you want to start a grooming business but don't know where to start? Or is your business struggling and in need of a facelift, but you don't know how to fix it? Enter Amanda with Positive Approach Coaching. She can either help you build your business from scratch or help you transform your current business through one-on-one coaching. Whatever your goals, she is there to support you along the way reach out to her today by messaging positive approach coaching on Facebook. Please note, positive is spelled P A W S I T I V E. And we're back. So Sarah, tell us, what are some of the most meaningful relationships that you have uh, built in your as your time during your time as a groomer? There we go.
1: Yeah, I've met a lot, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of great people. And, um, you know, and a lot of these people have helped me get to be where I am today. Um, obviously shameless plug, Blake Hernandez was one of the, uh, one of the first people that I really met within the industry, uh, all these years ago. God, it was so long.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, he was one of the first people that, you know, I met, got to know, became really good friends with, and then kind of, dragged me into it. He was kind of, oh you're gonna compete and you're gonna help me compete and you're gonna do this, that, and the other. And I because I was terrified. I was like, I could
0: Yeah. I could
1: never do any of that. And you know, and then through Blake I ended up meeting Jill with Foxy Roxy.
0: Oh mm-hmm, that mm-hmm.
1: relationship kind of just blossomed. Um Jill is an incredible person. And She saw something in me, her and Blake saw something in me that I didn't even see. And it helped give me confidence to really put myself out there and really start going to more trade shows and get people and becoming friends with, you know, a lot of now that like back. When I first started going to trade shows, I would look at some people and be like, "Oh my god, this famous groomer! I want to be like them someday." And now these are people that I'm going to trade shows, and at, we wrap up at the end of the day, and I'm going out to dinner with them and having drinks. and it's it's mind blowing to think that I made it that way, and even right, you know, it's still kind of mind blowing to me that I'm good enough that people want to sponsor me and oh yeah so i am sponsored by foxy roxy supply co i am part of their pro groom team Uh, nice amazing group of groomers and through that i also gained a sponsorship from groomer's best friend who's Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then also groom loop she uh very small independent businesswoman she is and
0: nancy right
1: nancy nancy if you have not checked out her loops shameless plug
0: I've seen some really, really yeah. nice prints, like Lisa Frank. And I'm yeah, like. she
1: did the leopard spot <laughs> and the tiger stripe. And the leopard spot ones, when she first released those, they sold out like instant.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: The demand was on. But she just started doing breed specifics with poodles, bichons, everything. And they're honestly the sturdiest loops I've ever tried. And I.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Amazing. But it was just that. You know, once I started networking and getting to meet other people, I was meeting people mm-hmm. and other other businesses and other companies, and like I've worked with companies like Scouts Honor and Dematador. Oh, cool! Um, gotten to know them, and it's been really cool and really fun to just network with all of these different people mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it being behind the scenes is a lot different from being a spectator. Because when you're a spectator, it exciting and it's fun and you just want more and you can't wait to learn and do more. And then I kind of felt like I hit a plateau where it was like, I took as many classes as I could that were beneficial to me. And Mm -hmm. not to say that there aren't new and upcoming classes that are changing because there definitely are. Um, I just kind of hit a wall where I just felt like, yeah, I couldn't improve more than I was. And I was like, how, because we never stop learning.
0: And right right the only
1: way you're gonna learn more and you're gonna grow more is to put yourself out there and really yep start forcing yourself to meet these people and and start working with all these other things and it's been it's been life-changing
0: do it scared
1: <laughs> yeah
0: literally that bounces around in my head thank you stephanie yeah. do it scared yeah
1: <laughs> the most terrifying moments for me was um foxy roxy sponsors the best first timer award mm-hmm. and normally blake or cat you know who are used to being in the spotlight and talking will be the ones to do the announcements to introduce that and they were
0: yeah they were both in
1: the class and they and jill Pepino comes up and she's like someone needs to come do this announcement and jill was like there's you and i've never been good at public speaking i can oh. to anybody and um i had to go up there and do the announcement and terry de marino was sitting in the front row and she was like giving <coughs> thumbs up
2: Aww. i was
1: really nervous and she was even like raise the microphone up a little bit yep yep speak and i was freaking out and i remember like just a few minutes later i i was back in the booth and i was like shaking and I- my husband I was like, "I just had to go up in front of like two hundred people," and, oh. and then he's like, "Did you record it?" And I was like, "No, my thought wasn't to record myself." And then I was like, "Wait, that was live. That was on Groomer TV." Oh no! Like, but then you can just go on Facebook and watch it if you want to. And yeah, yeah. I actually, did a really good job, and like that kind of gave me the confidence. So then that kind of became my like unofficial job when I would be at the shows that. Yeah. Yeah. And that helped me kind of get over that fear. And then even too, I had to be in a couple of the best first timer win photos. And at first I was like, what do I do? I was like, Ren, run another photographer. He was like, how do I pose? I hold this ribbon and smile. And I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." And like, after like the third one, I was like, "Okay, I can do this." But the I got one, the it. First one, I had to do it, which actually, ironically, was literal minutes after I was told that I made the Foxy Roxy team. So I was like bawling hysterically, and like, oh. I was out of breath because I had to run over to the booth. That I'm like, you can see my face is all red. And I'm like. <laughs> like that poor girl has this like awesome wind photo and I'm just almost like like having a time. (laughs) Pretty much. Like I ruined that poor girl's photo, but it was just, it was really good to help me. And now I look at him like, that's really cool. Like, like, it might not be cool to someone else to like just yeah photo, but for me, it was like, this is not somewhere I ever imagined I would be. And I do get a lot of questions where people are like, well, how did you get your sponsorships? And I was like, it wasn't easy. Like you...
0: Well, it's not like they're just going around like handing you out sponsorships in a little basket you kind of thing. Like
1: work and you have to, you know, try to get yourself noticed. And now I realize that that is, you have to be afraid, but you need to be ready to face that fear and just go in and dive into it because you're, yes. you're never going to move forward if you don't force yourself to do it. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without the great, amount of support that I had around me and I mm-hmm, encourage mm-hmm. people to is like, don't be afraid to chat with the person sitting next to you in your class or ask. Right. Right. You. And even, you know, and Hershey, this is actually kind of a sad, but funny story is we were oh. in one of the restaurants and I went to the bathroom and I heard someone crying and she was in a stall and she was crying and I'm so sorry if she's listening to this, I won't say. Oh. Um, but I, I'm normally really bad when people are emotional around me. Yeah. Like, okay. they're, they're there. like, they're there. Like, they're there. But I was like, I can't just walk away. So I, like, asked her. I was like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? And, of course, I'm thinking, like, something horrific happened. And she deadpan goes, my lizard died. Oh! And at first, my reaction was to laugh. And then I was like, don't be an asshole. Yep, yep. Yep.
0: No, clearly this means this a lot. This is
1: her pet. So I gave her my sympathies. And I was like, Are you here with anyone? Can I go get someone for you? And she was like, No, by myself. And she was like, I'll be okay. And like, so I, you know, left the bathroom and I went back to my Aww. and I had a view of the bathroom and she still didn't come out after like ten minutes. And so I mentioned it to my friend who was with me, and she was like, let me go in and talk to her and, you know, see if she wants to come sit with us and whatever. So she went in and talked to her a few, for a few minutes. She came out, and she just kind of shrugged. She was like, I think she just needs to to work. Well, a few more minutes went by, and she came out. And, like, I saw her, and I waved. And I was like, you are totally more than welcome to come and sit with us. And she did. And we became really good friends. And <sighs> Oh. You know, I got to introduce her to a lot of people like I remember she was like we were uh, we were sitting hanging out with Todd the president of Barclay and she was like I can't yeah next to the president of Barclay and I was like talk to him you know don't be afraid just say hi and that's what I want to encourage with people is it's like I know a lot of people are afraid to like walk up to sponsored groomers or famous groomers and, yeah you know, I maybe there's a handful or a few that are not nice people Right, right. But I don't think I know a single person who gets upset when someone walks up to them and wants to tell them they're a fan or they love their videos or... They-
0: right, right. Like,
1: it's the best feeling in the world. Like, especially for me, when people started recognizing me at first, it was like... Dude. How do you... <laughs> I am? And now it's like, it gives you like tingly, happy feelings yeah. someone likes your work that much or even likes
0: right right
1: like she remembered me from selling her a pair of scissors and she was like you're the nicest person like you
0: oh i didn't
1: feel like you were forcing me to buy any
0: right right
1: questions and i was like yeah there's a lot of pushy sales people but it's like i'm not doing this to try and sell you a pair of scissors like if you right. want them and you like them then yeah i'm going to encourage it but you know i always just want to help everyone learn. And that's one thing I tell people is it's like, it doesn't matter what your favorite pair of scissors are. It doesn't matter what your favorite brush is. It doesn't matter what your yeah. f- who is. It yeah. gets the same result at the end and it was done safely and happily. And you. F- mm-hmm. that's what's important. Right. I think that's what a lot of like newer groomers starting out or groomers that haven't really like started going to trade shows and meeting their groomers are right. stuck in that mentality that they have to do it. Yeah. This-
0: yeah. Have to, to use the, the exact same dog. thing that this person they're is better
1: yeah. or they're never going to be better because someone else does it that way. And I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's if the end right. result ends up the same way. And that dog is okay. Looks
0: better, <laughs> Clean, happy, healthy.
1: <laughs> and I feel like all of us at the end of the day, and even like all these, you know, famous groomers out there, outside the trade show, they're scrubbing buttholes just like the rest of us, you know. I love you
0: know, it. Oh my god. Every yes. day. They're picking Dingleberries <laughs> off. I mean
1: And and that's what I try to tell people. If they ever feel like they seem nervous, you know, like a lot of times people will be like, Oh, Plague is over there. I'm so scared to talk to him. I'm like, he is the last person in the world who is gonna be bothered or annoyed by you wanting to say hi to him. Like you <laughs>
0: So when was it? I think it was Atlanta of twenty one no Yes. That would have been
2: maybe.
0: when I met you. I think it was that. I think it was like one of the first ones open again after COVID. Yeah, uh, I think it was that one. When it was in like June instead of March, I think. Yeah.
1: It was the first
0: yeah. I so that one, he literally came and seeked me out and like did the whole like this. <laughs> and that made my freaking day, week, month, year because I was like, that means that Blake saw me before I saw him and he decided to come and surprise Mm -hmm. me. So, like, I definitely get, like, the... I still get that way around people that I perceive as more popular and more, like, with Mm -hmm. it than me. Um, Yeah. But then, like, I have people... But, like, then people seek me out and, like, recognize me. And I'm, like...
1: Yeah, I think my biggest, like... Oh my god, I made it moment was when Jay Scruggs walked up to me and introduced himself to me. And I'm like, I know who you are (laughs) his dinner with me and I was just like Jay Scruggs just walked up and introduced himself to me. Like, what? And I had and then like the next day when I was dressed up as Roxy, I don't know if you've seen it, Stephanie.
0: Yes. Oh logo. Yeah. it's fabulous. But he
1: came up the next day and wanted to take a picture of me. And I was even still just like, Jay Scruggs. <laughs> I am. And I like even went home to my husband and I was like, Jay Scruggs knows who I am. And he was. And he's probably like, like who? Who's Jay Scruggs? I don't know. I was like a dad. <laughs> Blasphemy. But that was one of those like, I made it moments. And it felt really good. So I understand that Blake I, walking up to you because
2: like, i had one of those moments in tacoma actually this year who was (laughs) um karina actually came up to me and like i love her like called me by name (laughs) and like she was she thanked me for um standing up for her in a facebook group and i'm like karina knows
0: As we're all fangirling here or fan peopling here, I'll go with fangirl, it's fine. Um, Let's pause and take our last uh, message from our sponsor. Do you find yourself with no time to build your social media presence? Or maybe you are just bamboozled by the constantly changing platforms. Elevation Media Management is your answer. They offer cohesive branded marketing on Facebook and Instagram by designing custom templates and posting your branded content in accordance to a social media plan tailored to your business. They also create logos, business cards, flyers, brochures, and more. See more information at www.elevationmediamgmt.com.
1: And we're back
0: so sarah you mentioned being sponsored by these companies and being on a pro team so do you have plans to compete
1: yes i absolutely do um i many times was signed up to do it um and life got in the way
0: mm-hmm. as it often does and i had
1: to back out um originally I got renegade my male standard poodle to be a competition prospect because I felt most comfortable using my own dogs and yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the perfect size but she is awful hair. Uh, so it's really oh to get a nice scissor finish on her hair um, at least in a short amount of time uh, yeah yeah you know, get another dog why not and I got him and his hair is fantastic but he is giant
0: I was going to say he's huge, though, right? Yeah,
1: he is 29 inches at the withers and almost 70 pounds. He is a big boy.
0: Oh, so oh my God. To get him
1: done in two hours and 15 minutes. There's no way. Um,
0: oh, he, my God.
1: Well, the plan is absolutely to get into the ring and start competing. Um, right. Yeah. It was a matter of timing. And um, also, like, one of my main jobs with Foxy Roxies is working the booth. So it's hard to find a time.
0: Oh, to be able to leave for like the four hours it would take um, to prep, and
1: they all, they would allow me to do it. It's not that that's holding it back. It's just if I, you know, had the decision, I would choose just helping out at the booth more, just because I'm really nervous and anxious about getting in the ring. Um, yeah. I'm my biggest critic, and yep. I do not take constructive criticism well. I don't think anybody does, even though we like, no. We do. Well, because
0: it's still, it's still, it's hard to not see it as like a personal jab. Yeah.
1: And I'm also lazy and don't practice breed specific trims outside of uh, when I do.
0: So then you put that added stress on yourself.
1: So um, I really need to whip myself into shape, which as you, I think you might have saw, I just put Renegade into a modified Continental and um also, too, I did just have back surgery in April.
0: That's right, yeah. you did. Why are you grooming?
1: I'm stupid. That's. I, mean. <laughs> I-,
0: I feel you. I went back way too soon after my surgery, yeah, too. He
1: was getting matted, and I realized. He-
0: oh, I did yeah. see. I did dad- see him. Oh, look at his little naked yeah, butt.
1: Dad was brushing him, and I stupidly trusted that I trained him well enough, and I-
0: brushing.
1: He was- <laughs> a owner. And what's funny is I would, like, watch him. We've got the Chris Christensen brush comb. And I would sit there and watch him sit there and brush him and comb him. And I just blindly believed he was doing. He tried. But then one day I was, like, playing with Renegade and I was petting him. And then I, like, went to the back of his top knot. And it was just a solid No. And I was starting going around. And I was, like, oh, God. And then so... Uh, about a month or two ago, one of my employees, bless her soul, groomed both of my poodles for me.
0: Aww. Just
1: so much time had gone by, and I was like, you know what? That's a lot of work to ask of her. She's already really busy. And then
0: yeah, my
1: physical therapist and I had been talking about it, like, maybe going back limited time. And I was like, well, if I can't bathe and groom my own dogs, and I'm not ready to go.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, he is kind of a behemoth, yeah. though, so I mean. It was a
1: bad idea, but I still <coughs> and it didn't hurt too bad
0: <laughs> okay okay it
1: put kind of a competing on the back burner um i
0: uh yeah i
1: was going to compete in pasadena because it's the closest show to me but yeah i was going to use kiki and it was going to be fine and then i actually ended up getting a job opportunity from Berkeley to work the registration for them oh so i was like i want to do that <laughs> so i was like eh, you know get off the list let someone else who's waiting to do it who has more Right, you know, and it's not that I'm not interested. It's just my nerves and anxiety. I'm like, you know, what? Give myself a little more time to practice, and then we'll go from there, and we'll see. Because so, oh, oh, go ahead. You're good. I was. Oh, (laughs) I've
0: always thought that competing was kind of like the pinnacle. Like that's what everyone needed to work to, and like that's how I'm going to show I'm a successful groomer is I'm going to (sighs) compete. But I literally couldn't even get over the idea of like any of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know how. And everyone's like, oh no, nerves are normal. It's normal to be anxious. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Not
2: normal.
0: <laughs> like, if anyone was around me, and some people were. Um, in fact, in our last episode, we talked about um, how stressed Meg was after a day at the trade show in Tacoma. And that was just like a lot of stress. I mean, a lot of other things, like there was like 19 red flags or something like that. I don't remember. I, it was great. You should listen if you haven't yet. Um, but the fact that I was teaching for the first time on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, and I'm like experiencing that and having that whole huge weekend long bout of anxiety over just teaching. Mm-hmm. Competing seems like tenfold to me. Um, and plus I got to source the dog and I got to do this and I got to do that. I got to get the dog there. I got it. And I'm like, you know what? And then I finally was like, it doesn't make me any less of a groomer to not compete. So I am now completely satisfied in my decision to never mm-hmm. compete.
1: Yeah. And I was <clears throat> thinking too, like I said before, that I'm like, would feel most comfortable using my own dog. That makes mm-hmm. because there
0: takes out one There's of those a- factors. Yeah.
1: Pasadena and Tacoma that I can realistically bring my dogs with me without having to fly them across the country and and then you know trying to rent a dog from someone and Mm -hmm. all of Mm -hmm. that and then even too i'm like and then my fear is like someone's gonna lend me their dog and i'm gonna do such a horrible haircut that they're gonna hate it hate me because i oh i I feel you i feel you and and even too i'm just like i have the like fear of like i'm gonna accidentally cut the dog or yep like
0: Like it's gonna be tragic
1: or just something horrible in my universe that it's just not going to work out like the dog's going to get sick like the morning of or I right to- right so then i'm like just save yourself the money and don't do it and then also too you know like there's rescue and all of that yep yep then there's the anxiety of you know you don't know what kind of dog you're gonna have
2: I'm like, what if it tries to eat and me? And I
1: have seen that happen in some situations. And then I had, I don't know if you heard about the little snafu. I tried to adopt one of the dogs in Pasadena and the woman claimed that the dogs were not for adoption and then turned it into the dog that I wanted was an expensive breed and didn't think I was qualified who take the dog? Yeah, so that was like, yeah. So, I'm-
0: what? What was the dog? What was this expensive breed? It was a
1: beaver terrier, and it. Oh. But what bugged me most was the dog very recently had puppies. Oh. So I'm concerned that she was breeding them.
0: To, add but that. And didn't want to give away the dog because the dog is making her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so now I have concerns that if I signed up for rescue, that I would fall in love with the dog and want to oh. adopt
0: it. And then something would yeah. happen. I just have to say how much it bothers me. That's the pronunciation.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it bothers
0: me so much to the point that I literally was about to have to be like, what breed is that? And then my brain like caught up and was like, oh, it's a viewer. Mm-hmm. I know it's not. I know it's not. But
1: it can- goes back to the spectrum thing. It's every single day there's a new word of the English language that <laughs> enrages me for the entire yeah. day. And then I realized, I don't know if this is something that I taught to my son or if he is also on the spectrum. But he was reading something and he came across the word comb. Like a comb. comb. Kept mm-hmm. going comb. comb oh, comb. Bless. And I was like, why are you saying it like that? And he's like, why is there a B in this word? And then I started saying it. I was like, you know what? I couldn't tell you. And then both of us were angry about the fact that.
0: <laughs> Comba. Comba. <laughs> it was- it has-
1: but, <laughs> but I get it. Like That's your child. And I was like, yep, that's my child. I was like, <laughs> I'm to hate the English <clears> language. Because, <throat> like, there will be um, one word that always gets me is wind shield. Nobody says wind shield.
0: No, they say windshield. There's no D in that word, well, except for it, the end. But yeah,
1: matter where in the country, it's not an accent thing. Nobody Shield. pronounces the D.
0: God, that sounds weird when I try ah. to. Oh,
1: it just oh, it makes Shield. me so. Angry.
0: Windshield. Why is our
1: wind? And then drawer.
0: Drawer. Drawer. <laughs> drawer.
1: Why? Why did we do this? <laughs>
0: And see, I love words. I love English and knowing words and grammar and stuff like that, which is why I really find a lot of peace in proofreading and editing, except for when I make a mistake, which is very, very seldom, but it happens. Um,
1: down the word. Like,
0: first,
1: first step is admitting. What the heck is, why is it spelled this way? It doesn't make any sense.
0: But see, like a lot of these words, these like, I don't know what wor- word to, Use see i'm like i know all the words and then i can't even think of the word i'm trying to think of um unique not very frequently used words i guess i don't know um a lot of them i've only read so then my pronunciation is abysmal um yasmite i thought it was yasmite national park (laughs) for literally like 25 years of my life
1: i was like what is that word and what does it mean I had no idea.
2: It's Yosemite. <laughs> Why would it be Yosemite? Why? A- I'm I'm really excited for when you are here. I want to see what words you can pronounce or what cities you can pronounce from Wisconsin. Oh, man.
0: Wisconsin. That's going to be really fun. We can record it if My you wish. My
1: ex-husband has family in Waukesha.
2: Yep. Waukesha. I'm an hour away from here.
1: I'm sorry. You said you're from where from what, and then it's like adjacent to Wanakee. And I'm like, you're hey.
2: like, okay, and not too far from McConnell walk.
1: Yeah, those see, oh like the ones I said, are the normal ones. <laughs> it just gets weirder the more that you uh look at it.
0: So, I, I'm really good once I'm told though, because like, for example, I've been to see Angie Coates over in Massachusetts for two visits now, uh, for Bun Buns. And um, she made certain that I knew how to say it because the city looks like mm-hmm. No, It's Woosta. Worcester. <laughs> Woosta. So I say it like, I mean, like I, if I could actually speak in a New England accent, like overall I would fit yeah. in, but it's like, I sound like just Meg and then Woosta and then not just Meg again, uh, so, so it's fun.
1: That's, a, that's one of my favorite things too about going to all the trade shows is all the groomers coming from all the different parts. You know Angela and Adrian coming from the deep south, and then yeah, yeah, Kelsey and Jay when they get going. All right, oh, and and Anne Francis. oh, I love oh. her talk. She has the best accent ever. Where's she Boston, from? I believe. Oh. yeah. Oh, Boston. I can to her talk, and it's just it's so so deep. I think one of my favorite things was um listening to Olga she was talking and she was like yeah I'm from New Jersey if you couldn't tell from my accent and I was like
0: like no your accent is very clearly not I'm trying to think
1: Russian Russian.
0: okay okay I was like no you can't hear anything else but the Russian (laughs) maybe if you're listening really closely I don't know I haven't spent a lot of time around her
1: I'll have to ask Brittany. It's so fun listening to everyone's different accents. And then I. Yeah, like, I love accents. From listening to their accents. Because I know I've been told that I have a California accent and I don't hear it, obviously. I don't think any of us hear our own.
0: I was going to say, I, I, I am fully of the belief I have zero accent, but I know that there's no way that is yep. true. We all. So.
2: <laughs> I've been working. Although I don't know, know what
0: like a California. Accent.
1: I think it's the, the laid back surfer lingo that we use. Like originated in California is hella. Hella area that I'm from. So that's usually a dead giveaway when I'm traveling somewhere. If I do drop that word, people are like, Oh, you're from San Francisco. Like, yep.
0: (laughs) Well, see the thing is, so like I absorb through osmosis, a lot of like you mimic Location-based vernacular, and see now I'm just trying to show off. <laughs> like, ugh, ugh, why do I do this? Okay, um, but and it's now rubbed off on Rachel because Rachel says this now too. I picked up "ope,", Ope. like <laughs> "ope," "ope" <laughs> from the Midwest from dear Stephanie okay. here, and I fucking say it all the time, and now Rachel says it all the time, and that's one that won't leave me. I really um, like thing it. That
1: I struggle with is when they say "pop" instead of "soda." Oh. And I also had to learn what a bubbler was.
2: <laughs> Does so Meg a water fountain, Meg? Yeah. So- oh, okay. I'm like it's the brand. But, but Oh, Okay. The
1: term for all of them, I don't understand. <laughs> but I guess you could say that
2: well, for the- like Velcro. The best is when you ask when we ask and for Kleenex a- when we ask for a time machine. Just it's a it's an ATM. There's a brand of ATM that's T Y M E, and so they call it the time machine. Oh
1: my!
2: God. That's I would like to
0: kindly say fuck off to that, that one
2: at
1: all. Yeah,
0: because I'm like, I'm sitting here like um that hasn't been ex- uh, like invented yet, like that doesn't actually exist. Um, you're crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then. <laughs> Even if we talk to someone who's from the UK or something and they say hey, Yeah like I I met one girl and she was like stay on the footpath and I was like the, the footpath? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sidewalk. That's what they called them. Oh, I am I'm
0: imagining like a trail yeah. through the woods. I was
1: like we're walking on the street. Where's the where's
0: the Like road? where's
2: the trail? <laughs> the the
1: footpath? It's so cute. Ten minutes later we were getting in the car and she wanted me to hold the food and the drinks, and she said, "Can you nurse these?" <laughs> like,
0: like, ah, uh, bitch, what do I look like? Like, like, what am I? I'm guessing that just means like take care of yeah, these. You like,
1: take care of something, you're nursing it, and I was yeah. like, that's so weird. But
0: the... my immediate thought is boobies, so that would not work for <laughs> no, me.
2: My, uh, I went to Scotland for my. Oh. oh. I went to Scotland for my anniversary and. One of the first things I learned is they don't know what we mean. What we mean when we say bathroom, oh, they yeah. just say toilet. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I feel really toilet. weird, especially being Midwest, saying "Where's the toilet?"
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds so like crass. <laughs> we
1: mean the actual toilet itself, but <laughs> they refer to the entire bathroom as the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. But then, I mean, they. They say things like the bin and things like that. And we're just, I've frat.
0: seen it listed as the water closet. Yep,
1: I've heard that before too. And I'm like. that's what, Yeah. What? Closet, and I think a shower. If I'm.
0: Yeah, because that is very much like it's water and it's like closet size like, and it closes. But and, I
1: think that's why other countries think Americans are so stupid because our descriptions are just straight into to the point of what it is. It's very descriptive of what it is.
0: There is a lady on TikTok that does these comparison videos. I'm gonna yep. have to find her and share because it's freaking hilarious. That sounds
1: like that sounds like fun.
0: Yes, yes. I love that. Um <laughs> so we are I will say like sorry, like diesel truck started up right outside my window. Um, I will say I because I was raised in Virginia, which is Technically, the south, it's south of the Mason, whatever. Um, and then spent many years in Florida. It usually has to, like, it's usually only when someone else is speaking in a really thick southern accent, but I can slide into that really easily. Except now that I'm learning more and more about autism, I'm more thinking it's just mimicking and not me actually. I mean, clearly, I'm able to do it, but I'm like, okay, kind of like you said, like, huh. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks.
1: Well, like I said before this, I was doing my vocal lessons and... I- oh,
0: yeah. Is that like singing? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I think... Were, were you there at karaoke in Texas?
0: I was not. No, okay. because we definitely had our own Airbnb and dipped out.
1: World that I do sing and I can sing very well. Um, the problem with that being is I am a natural mimic and I... I cannot sing something unless I have studied exactly how the original is saying and how that singer sings it and I cannot just randomly start
0: like spontaneous ad-libbing I
1: mean physically yes I can I just mentally need to be listening to it or know yeah so I'm now taking vocal lessons from a coach to help me learn my own voice Yay! less. She's like, that's actually a thing that a lot of singers do. Try to learn because they can't do that. I'm like, well, have that uh, going for me. but okay, me back from being able to do other things or right, I love right, a song without having to sit there and listen to the song eight thousand times on a loop until I am confident that I have studied it well enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I am taking vocal lessons to learn how to not mimic.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm and all this talk about songs and now i have the fish song in my head oh, again you're welcome <laughs> if i were a fish and you caught me you'd say look at that fish okay <gasps> I'm- what
1: i always get the uh, the corn song stuck in my head
0: <laughs> same oh it's corn Yum. big lumpy knobs it's got the juice it's got the juice
1: damn TikTok, i love it
0: yeah <laughs> There's some really awesome things that have come out of TikTok I, and some really stupid I things.
1: I didn't know until I started using TikTok. I swear every day I learned like 10 things that I went 30 years without knowing.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also helped me with like self-diagnosing psychological stuff because. Like
1: I said, meeting other groomers, you know, on the spectrum. Yeah. Made you realize like, okay, this is not normal and this is not what I thought it was. It makes a lot of sense all of a sudden. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. It clicks. Um, So before we leave for the day, do you have any other little tidbits of
1: anything for us? I don't know. I mean, I guess I would. Any behind the scenes secrets? (laughs) I can't give those away. Um, (laughs) Summarize on what I said is don't be afraid to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. If you think someone... Oh, my phone is going off. Um, if you think someone is too famous to talk to you, they're not. Go up and <laughs> talk to that person. Ask for that picture. Ask your questions. Put yourself yep. out there. And you're going to feel so good about it. Aww. And if you don't, come find me and I'll kick their butts. All-
0: I'm going to say you got uh, all of us yeah. here. Yeah.
1: And really just... Kind of face those fears, but like you said, stay afraid at the same time. Be yep. yeah. be afraid.
0: And do it afraid. And it you're
1: scared. you're never gonna learn unless you put yourself out there. And even if it doesn't work out, you tried and that's okay. And like I said, at the end of the day, we are all just groomers. We're all Yep. For the dogs and the cats and the rabbits and- We're shaving by but- holes. Whatever other animals you're grooming, but you're important and you matter. <laughs> and (laughs) and that's really what's important and if finding you know what meg and stephanie have put together to help groomers on the spectrum or groomers who think they might be on the spectrum to come together and you know don't be afraid to ask those questions of you know this is happening to me or i'm doing this or i'm saying this or i'm acting yeah this normal and you know it's not conventionally normal but it's normal for us and that's Mm -hmm. okay and even if it's not what we consider normal, it's it's okay because we can't help the way we are, but exactly. we are less of a person because of it. And it makes me feel good to know that you guys are making this support system for us to bring us together and meet other people and learn so much because in this time that you guys have had this page started, I've learned so much about myself and
0: bring
1: this to my psychiatrist and my therapist to work together to help with it. And it's helped me overcome a lot of my struggles well yay
0: Aww. so whenever we actually end up having reviews or something i'm coming <laughs> to you for a testimonial <laughs> damn it
1: <laughs> after this i guess the main thing is be afraid but don't be afraid
0: <laughs> i love it <laughs> That's- all of it that was a wonderful little pep talk it has been absolutely awesome to have you here today with us um yeah so uh where can people find you if they want to talk to you Um,
1: i am on facebook my name is sarah douglas i am also on instagram my handle is sd groomer so my initials sd groomer um i'm also i do have a TikTok. um i'm trying to learn how to post on it but you can go ahead and follow me on there there's some goofy videos of my dogs
0: Box uh-huh, uh-huh. is
1: always open um, Like I said, I will be at PetQuest I will be at the Foxy Roxy booth Most times you can find me at the Foxy Roxy booth Even nice. if it's not about Scissors or products You have questions about anything Come say hi If you see me walking around the trade show Or you see me eating chicken nuggets Come at <laughs> I love meeting people I love making friends I, If you have questions and I can help Or I can answer those questions I would love to
0: Aww Well, awesome. Well, there you go. And, uh, yeah, she'll be in the group. I will be tagging her when this episode posts. So you can, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, do you want to be part of a bye? I
1: I guess. Is that how we...
0: (laughs) I mean, mean, we record the outro, so it technically will play again, but I always like to ask because I think it's a really fun part.
2: Yeah. How do
1: you... So.
0: I don't
2: know. I would uh, Well, do I usually read the the last bit?
0: Yeah, just the have you, have the day you deserve and then it'll just play again <laughs> but it's okay.
2: All right. Have the day you deserve and thank you for existing. Bye. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for joining us and check back in the group next week for our live stream where you can have your questions answered and discuss this episode with all of us. Have the day you deserve and thank you for existing. Bye.